the world of podcasts, sometimes you're the host, sometimes you're the guest, and then sometimes you think you're the host, and then your guest decides, no, I think I'm the host, and they turn the tables, and suddenly you as host find yourself in the hot seat. That's exactly what happened last time I had BJ Lang on the show, and so I'm happy to give you this gift from both of us, a tiny little bonus episode where I get to talk about what I like about doing this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. At the end of this, please remember to subscribe if you aren't already, and then to rate wherever you are listening, and I wish you the kind of moments in life that you are excited to tell stories about. So, uh, uh, like several years ago, I had this idea and then, you know, I only took action on it recently, but I had this idea when Amelia, my stepdaughter, Eric's daughter was Mm -hmm. like, she was going from, I can't remember if this was during potty training that this came up or if it was just trying to get her to wear pants. It might've been just trying to get her to wear pants, which is an ongoing journey today. She does not want to wear pants and who can blame her really? But uh, <laughs> um, I heard myself say the words, hey, look, I know change is hard. And I said those words and I stopped as soon as I said them. And I went, wait a minute. Am I setting her up to have kind of like a fucked up mantra for the rest of her yeah. life about change? Because change. the truth is like change is all, always happening. It's, all, it's often. Change is often is what I should have said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, I doubled back and I was like, you know what? This change might feel hard to you. That's totally a possible reality. But actually, if you think about it, change happens a lot. It's, some of it's really easy. Some of it you're in charge of. Some of it comes your way. Some of it's about how you adapt. So really, the only true statement I can make about change is that change is possible and probable. Yeah. So as I started hearing myself kind of like think out loud about that with her, I was like, I wonder what other people think about change. Um, It's the name of my business. And I have focused only on how people communicate with each other. Because like to make, you know, sweeping leadership changes or corporate changes or strategy changes in a business, you have to be able to communicate well. So that's the relationship between those things. But I was like, maybe I should think about change itself. That's 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 where this project was born. I was like, time to start finding out how other people think of moments of profound or pivotal change in their life. Like, what does that bring up for people? Um, I keep thinking somebody's going to be like, well, I changed the way I wash my dishes because my grandma told me, you know, like I keep thinking maybe somebody's going to bring a story like that to the table, but so far nobody has. Sure. (laughs) Um, I love hearing people's stories. I love, um, I'm just immensely curious about other people's experience and how, how people approach change. I just find it to be a fascinating area to explore. It's uh, change is like this big fat word and it, you know, it can be applied to both big sweeping momentous parts of our life and these teeny minute, you know, like changing the roll of toilet paper is the same word as changing my life. 
So I, I find that interesting. And um, what's been really, really cool about this project so far is uh, some of the stories are, um, they're, you know, it's, it's kind of like, they're revealing these filters for people. So like some of the stories are, are in that sort of tragic category, something tragic or traumatic happening. Sure. Um, and that those have led to these great moments of impact. And some of them are about this like um, deep sense of intuition, um, which those stories are also really fascinating. These stories where somebody just kind of like knew something and trusted their instinct and it led them down a path. Um, and uh, so, so far those are the like things that are showing up. So that's why I'm doing this. I'm just like so fascinated. I, I can't get enough of it. I think people who like you and me, I feel a, this a lot from you. Um, people who see improv for more than just a performance piece to like to, for yeah. what it can do. Do you think that this project and the way that you started to see change, do you think your ability to be an improviser and what you learned from doing improv influenced this project and the way that you, because when we, there's no change in improv is inevitable because it, we, we deal with it in a different way. So I just, I was like, ah, I wonder yeah. if that's why she does it. I mean, I, you know, so I've been doing improv since I was a kid. So in a way, a big change would just to like stop. <laughs> if I were to stop doing improv, that'd be a big change for me because I've been doing it for so long. Um, but I, uh, let's see. I, um, I don't know. I think, it probably affects how I participate with the people I interview the most. So um, I don't know how normal, nor again, who's to say what's normal, sure. but yeah, I don't right. know what the average interview structure looks like for people. I think they have notes and I think that they um, have a, have a script for how they're going to open and close the conversation. And I, and I, I think that's what people do. Um, if I was really smart, I would make time notes for things that are showing up, but what I, like but what I, yeah. you know, that would be wise that that would be an upgrade to what I'm doing. But I, but I, I think that I'm just really present in these conversations. Um, that for me, it's about accepting the offer of what's showing up in that conversation and trying to dig in and pull those things out more so i think it's more in how i show up than why i'm doing it in the first place but more importantly i'm interested in doing much more i i like having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people i super dig it and so i'm uh i'm going to be exploring the one-on-one -on -one coaching side of the business in a, in a very real tangible way and um so the business itself is changing and it's wow. exciting yeah it is awesome it is awesome but sure. I definitely um, also feel like this particular project potentially could provide some amount of comfort to folks it, if they choose to engage with it. There's plenty of content out there, so who knows? But I know that at bare minimum, these conversations that I've had since everything went crazy have been really impactful at bare minimum for the guests that, <laughs> you know, to think yeah, in these yeah. broader terms is like, honestly, it helps me too. It's like, it helps remind, it helps remind me of these 
principles that I grew up with that I do adhere to this yeah. idea that change is inevitable. Fighting change is a losing battle because right. that's like trying to block an offer on stage. Really. It's like if somebody cares about their offer, now you're just going to get into a standoff that nobody actually gives a shit about. If somebody's like, I baked cookies and you're like, those aren't cookies. And then they're like, yeah, they are. Well, what an exciting scene we're about to do, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. You know? So, so you yeah. know, I, I, yeah, I, so it's a weird feeling, but I do think that like, there's this, um, there's this real need for people who are heart, heart-based and service-based to be out there helping in some capacity. And, um, you know, my husband and I both feel it. Let's put them to work. So good seeing you. It's so great to see you.